So if you're farting, it comes out your um behind. Uh huh. Yeah, it comes out your butt. <laughs> Don't say butt. Say behind. Behind. Okay. And then it's a little gas. Uh huh. Gassy, and you just go, and it smells really bad. Hi, welcome to the Sweet and Sour Conversation, and you can see it on the back. That's yeah, that's right. Well, most people can't see this background because this is just a podcast, and they can only hear it, and they can't hear the background that we put up for us. Unless it plays music. Right. All right. So. Sweetens our conversations with Daddy. Daddy. That's right. All right. So it's <laughs> well. It's been a couple of weeks since we've done this. What's been going on, girls? There's something about sick. First, we're gonna talk about Anne being sick. So we didn't do the podcast because she couldn't talk. I lost my voice completely. Yeah. It wasn't what you think. Like I, I can only whisper. I seriously couldn't talk at all. Right. That was pretty yeah. bad. How long? How long she were you sick for? She was like uh, this. Five, five days. I had, I had the vi- I had the virus that I had gotten for five days. I only lost my voice for two or three. Yeah. What you want? Did you want to demonstrate to us what it sounded yeah. like? So what it sounded like was this. Like that. Okay. No. It, from at least, for me, it sounded like. Right. We could barely hear you. But then we we did go we did go uh, to Panera one of those days and you had a hot chocolate and that really seemed to help. Yeah, that's also another. That's just um. That's pretty. I picked a hot chocolate for two reasons. One, I like it, and two, it usually helps my throat. My throat's hurting. Right. Like the warmth and like it's like the thickness and the creaminess and then the warmth on my throat makes it feel better and I. As long as I was drinking the hot chocolate, I could talk for a little bit. Right. And, um, you know, the other thing about the hot chocolate was uh, somebody left that hot chocolate on her nightstand. And then what happened, Isabel? What What did it look like yesterday when you came back? I forgot. Do you remember what it looked like when we discovered it? looked up eggy. Eggy? Yeah. What did it smell like? mold yeah it was pretty moldy wasn't it yeah so lesson learned if you have anything other than water you don't let it sitting on your nightstand <laughs> but also another reason um that hot chocolate was really important for my throat is because if i didn't have my voice and i was sick i just like every time i swallowed or tried to talk felt this like sharp pain in my throat and it was really uncomfortable yeah so that's why thankfully that was short-lived though five days five days yeah five days of non-stop throat pain right and now your baby sister got super sick and actually had to go to the hospital so that was scary that was probably worse i would imagine for you yeah well, thankfully, I had to go on the giant crib. It was probably as long as my bed. Right. Yeah, the hospital crib. Right. But um, thankfully, she's okay. Mm-hmm. So that that worked out okay. So a lot a lot of sickness going on. She's not very, She's not fully recovered, but she's doing better. Right. So a lot of sickness just going on at, 
and mommy, mommy wasn't feeling well and she's so my stepdad probably not though because i don't know why like when the rest of the family gets sick he, sick, he just like never gets he i i as far as i know know him i don't remember him ever getting sick well lucky him maybe, maybe he was sick a lot as a kid because like you build up your immune system like right yeah exactly potentially Hey, so speaking of um, speaking of Isabel, uh, isn't it somebody's birthday weekend? Mine is tomorrow. I I got to have four birthdays: two on Monday, and then today's one, and then tomorrow's one. Whoa! So four birthday celebrations, birthday parties, birthday parties, birthday celebrations. Okay. Wait, no, five plus the one I had with my mom. Oh wow! Okay, so you're really getting your birthday celebrated this year. So, um, you know, that this is one of those things. This is actually a good point. This is one of those things where, you know, living in like, you know, having your parents divorced and living in two households can be can be challenging, right? But this is one of those times when I think it actually can be fun because when it gets to like birthdays and Christmas and Easter and whatnot, you, you get, get more of the fun. Exactly. You have more than one household. Right. So That's why, like, I, I'm not happy necessarily we have divorced parents i know that was the best thing to do i'm not happy about it though it made me move a lot in my life right um but it means like double the fun on holidays right so it makes it make i mean it, i guess it doesn't fully make up for it right i mean there's obviously some sacrifices that we all have to make as a result of that but one of the benefits is and we've talked about this a few times is you get to have lots and lots of parties and lots and lots of celebrations when it comes to holidays and birthdays and other special days right so that that actually is kind of cool all right so are you having a good birthday weekend yep because i got five birthdays five birthdays and what what did daddy get you for your birthday that you were so excited Ooh, about can i grab it well you, you don't grab it because people can't see it why don't you tell them what it is what um so I got a poop emoji stuffy, but it was a beanbag chair. Poop yeah. Emoji. A little poop emoji stuffy beanbag chair. A poop emoji stuffy beanbag chair. Chair. <laughs> and I want to sit on it right now. Yeah, I know. You've I'm been si you've been sitting on it quite a lot. I am not happy that she got that. Why? Why is that? I've been asking for a beanbag chair for years and years and years, and no one got it. Oh, gotcha. So you're envious that she got something that you would like as well. Is that right? She kind of copied me, because I've been asking for one for years. Right, well, so... But she just now started asking for one. Right, well, so truth be told, she didn't ask for the beanbag. She wanted a poop emoji stuffy. I just happened to go a little overboard and make it a big poop emoji stuffy that also happens to be a beanbag. Like, she didn't ask for the beanbag, right? She asked for the poop emoji stuffy. I just happened to go a little overboard. Two. One per box. Two. One per box. That's, That's right. what the box did. That is what the box did, because there was one poo in it. All right, so we had birthdays, and one of the birthdays uh, kind of was also finally, finally, finally meeting my girlfriend's daughter. So how did that go? Um, good. You think it went well? Yeah, because we got to have pizza. Oh, you had we had to have pizza today. Okay, all right. That that and we it, got these two little treats, ice cream there. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I guess candy will always set things right for you, Isabel. Right. But um, there were two flavors: chocolate and strawberry. 
I only had the chocolate because it was so good. I had so much chocolate. Yeah, you. Well, you're a candy, candy monster. Anytime candy's involved, you are happy. So, um, besides that, um, did you have a good time meeting with her daughter, playing with her daughter? Was there any difficulties? Anything that was challenging? Anything that didn't go as well as you would have liked to have done? Um, no. That all went well. Okay. What about you? Definitely no. It didn't go as planned when she tripped. Because I had my remember I had my sweater tied around. Oh me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were climbing down that thing, and she fell. Right. Well, right. We never, we never um wanted anybody to get hurt. Right, so that's understandable. But aside from that, I mean, granted, so you know, she didn't get hurt terribly bad. Um, she was fine. She could walk afterwards, and we kept playing for a little she bit. She probably got a bruise, though. Yeah, she got a bruise. But you know what I always say: you only get bruises when you do something that's fun, right? You don't get bruises from doing things that aren't fun. That doesn't really make sense, but okay. Well, if you're not doing anything that's fun, like I don't know, you're sitting in a chair watching the rainfall. Or the grass grow, or, or you're watching paint, paint dry. Paint, exactly, you're watching paint dry. You know how are you gonna get a bruise from that? You're not right. You're gonna get a bruise on the playground. You're gonna get a bruise on the soccer field. You're gonna get. You a... actually could get a bruise from that if the wind's really strong and it pushes you over and you fall right, off your chair. You could get a bruise from doing that. All right, fine, fine, fine. That's that's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a stretch, but I'll give it to you just for the sake of argument. All right. Um. So, yeah, so, Bannon, we don't want anybody to get hurt. But outside of that, you think it went well, you like her, you could see yourself yeah. hanging out with her more, I having like her in our lives. Yeah. All right. So, obviously, there'll be more opportunities to meet, more opportunities to hang out, more opportunities to play and do things together. And we'll see how things go um, as we go along, right? So, um, oh, you know, the other thing was we had, we had obviously had a lot of activities this weekend, not just meeting her. Um, and all the birthday parties. So one of the big things that uh, we discussed this morning was um, what does it mean to be ready, right? When, when somebody asks you, are you ready? Or when you say, I am ready, what does that really mean? Uh, it means like you should have gotten your stuff ready before we started getting ready. Okay. But if you remember what daddy said, you can't use a word. The word you're trying, you can't, if you're trying to describe a word, like ready, you can't use the word ready in the definition. In my opinion, being ready means you have everything you need, you're prepared for what you're gonna do. Um, like if you're going somewhere, you're in the car hooked up. Okay. That's really what ready means to me yeah I, th I think the way you said it that you're prepared to do what you're gonna do i think that's a great way to describe it in my in my mind um but then, then of course the question is what does it mean to be prepared right so does that mean you're physically prepared like you have your shoes on you have your backpack I you're in the both. car strapped in or does it mean you're just mentally prepared to all right i know what i need to do in order to get out the door or, or whatever it is i know what's coming next right. i am ready to face that all that type of stuff right so um what what are your thoughts on that um no, i I, th I think it's it's good to start like you're you're prepared to do what you want to do or what's what's next 
but is it are you physically prepared like you like i said you have your shoes on you're strapped in the car you got your backpack or is it just that you're mentally prepared by knowing what needs to happen i picked b which is the last one right so just that you're you're mentally ready you know what needs to happen even though it hasn't happened yet but you know what needs to happen yep that, think, that's what it means for you to be ready i think it's kind of a 50 50 depending on what you're doing okay what what do you mean like it really it, depends on what you're doing so do you have like an example of when like you might if do you were getting ready for school like say it's just going to be a normal school day you'd probably have to be physically prepared with all your things in your backpack your shoes are on you're either ready to get in the car to drive to school or ready to walk to the bus stop mm -hmm. but say there's like a really big test like the ost which we talked about a few weeks ago mm -hmm. um you probably want to be what was the other word mentally ready mentally ready like you want to be prepared like you don't want to be completely stressed okay you want to be like okay i know I'm going to have a big test today, so I'm just going to get all my nerves out right now. So I'm not hmm. a nervous wreck when it's time to take the test. Oh, so, okay, so I see where we're going with this. So let, let me let me see if I can expand on that a little further and maybe define that down just a touch more. And let, let me see what you think of this. So if it's a physical activity, like trying to get out of the house for, for school in the morning, you have to be physically ready. Yeah. But if it's a mental activity, like taking a test, you have to be mentally ready for that yeah okay all right but but so this, this is an important piece so this morning for example we had to be physically ready to get out of the house right because we had swim and gymnastics and we had yeah. to go to breakfast so that that's an activity where we had to then by your definition physically ready but at the time you girls were not physically ready when when, when we had to leave the house yeah because i didn't have any of the things i needed uh-huh so um and that's that's another thing you talked about. So what what did you, so you were talking about swim, right? What what did you not have for swim? Uh, my goggles, my swim bag, my cover up. Um, what happened there? How how did you forget them? Because our morning was so busy. Mommy said she'd pack my stuff for me. Busy, which she did do most of it. Okay. It's not the stuff I just made. Right. So, but it's, it's, um, would, would you not say that it's, it's, swim is your activity and so it's your responsibility to make sure that you have everything you need? She was being nice and she decided to do it. Usually I do it, but she was nice because our morning was busy. She did it and she just happened to forget stuff. Right. But at the, that, you know, it's, and it's certainly nice that mommy tried to help you out with that, right? I mean, that, that is always awesome. But, um, that doesn't take the responsibility away from you, right? Because it's your activity still, and you're still the one who's going to get into the pool and swim. It's not mommy, it's not me, it's not your sister. So you still need to have all the things ready for you to go do that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a hard thing. I, well, I, I didn't know that so I was missing, because it's not like I go completely through my, my, my bag before we leave. Right. That would just be weird. Sure. Like, imagine you're going on a big trip and you have, like, two different bags. It would be really weird to have to dig through all that just to make sure you have everything. Well, so let me let me ask you, let me let me do this a little different story. Do you know what, um, uh, what parachuting is? I think where you have that thing and you jump off, like, a cliff or something. 
Yeah, you have a like a, a big canopy that like say you jump out of an airplane and it like lessens your fall so that you're not falling like straight into the earth, right? It slows you down enough that you can actually land safely. Right? You're not falling like a bullet. Exactly. So um do you know how parachutes get packed? Like how people get them onto the, the plane? In the backpack. Yeah, there's a backpack, right? And so there's a... And, I'm... Wait, and on the strap, there's the pulley thing. Yeah, exactly. So um, uh, it seems like it's kind of important to know how the parachute gets packed so that when you're all of a sudden jumping out of an airplane and you pull that pulley, you want to make sure that parachute opens, right? So or else you're going to be falling like a bullet and yanking at the thingy. Exactly, and nothing happens, right? Wait. So so let's let's relate this back to your swim, right? You were all of a sudden we're on our way to the pool and you're pulling on that pulley and you're like, huh, my chute doesn't open because you let someone else pack it for you. Right? So that's what I mean. It's like ultimately that is still your responsibility to get into to, to whatever it is that you're doing, right? Um it's the same thing like with homework assignments, right? Your teacher gives you homework assignments and they're your responsibility to do. Same way, right? Um, there's yeah, just stuff I that... haven't had homework assignments for the last few weeks. Speaking of being ready uh, this morning to go to all these extracurriculars and, and being responsible enough to get everything uh, that we need together to get there, the other thing that came up uh, today was committing to activities, right? And being respectful. And being respectful. Exactly. Cause, that was late. Yeah, because that being committing is is showing respect to everyone else involved as well as showing respect for yourself, right? For your own time. Because if you decided to sign up for something and then you just flake out on it, you don't show up, you don't want to do it, well, that's disrespectful to your own time because now you committed to something uh, that you may not have your full heart in. And so you're stealing time from yourself by committing to something that you, you're not really fully committed to. You know, if you want to do activities, right? That's perfectly fine. Like this podcast, right? If you want to do it, we'll do it, right? But um, you shouldn't commit to an activity or you shouldn't sign up for an activity and then not commit. You either commit 100%, you're in, you're going to do it. Unless, of course, you're sick and you can't, you physically can't do it. Like, you know, temporarily. I couldn't last week. Exactly. I couldn't go because um, I lost my voice and I just wasn't feeling up to it and my throat was hurting and everything. Exactly. I mean, that's outside of your control at that point, right? That's that's Right? You have to say, I will make the time to do this, or you just don't sign up for it. Right? If you cannot commit to something, just be honest about it and say, I I know I cannot commit myself to this, so I will not sign up for it. Again, I that's... will say, if there's something that you think you might like, but you don't want to try it and then have to commit for a really long time, I would say maybe try it in a summer camp, because I might try TAP summer camp, because I... Feel like I might like. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want to have to commit for an entire year of pack if I don't really enjoy it. So I suggest if you want to try something, you're not sure you might not like, but you're sure, 
but you're thinking, oh, what if I don't like this? Maybe try it, like, over summer break or something. Right. When you don't have, like, a full year or something of commitment, it's just a few weeks of trying something. Yeah. That's what I have to suggest. No, I, I think that's that's great. Uh, I think you're absolutely right. If you know, it's, it's sometimes the signing up and the committing can be a very long time, right? And th that can be definitely like you don't you don't know. Yeah, like it's do I really like this? Yeah, right? it's annoying because like, oh, I think I'm gonna start tap. Then you start it and you're like, oh, I don't like this and I'm gonna drop out. But like, you can't just drop out. Yeah, or you shouldn't, right? Yeah, you because should. because the other thing is, let's say you did sign up for tab. Like for the whole year, for example. Let me just use this as an example. So let's say you sign up for tap dance for a whole year, and you got the spot, and then some well, other you kid got, like the big main part. Well, whether it's the main part or not, but you got a spot in that class that some other kid that might be more committed or more interested wanted to get, but couldn't because you got that spot, right? Now you're not just being disrespectful to yourself and your own time. You're disrespectful to the class for not being fully committed, and you're being disrespectful to someone else. Who could have had more interest and more time and more commitment to that spot. Yeah, who could have enjoyed that class more. Exactly. And I could just stick with my classes. You're absolutely right. So if, if you have an opportunity to do a short stretch of something, you know, maybe three, four, five, six classes or something, just to get a feel for, do you even like this before you, you really sign up? I, you, you're right. You should we, try it. We would suggest, we would, tell, all three of us, we would totally suggest trying it in a short stretch of time before committing to it for the entire period yeah uh you know what this reminds me of is when you go to costco uh you know they get these samples out because costco like when you buy a lot of food all at once right like one of those packages is huge that can last like a whole family like sometimes three months so um they have these sample stations out where you can just try it out to see if you even like it right so same thing there you try it first to see if you like it and if you do you have an opportunity to then buy you know sign up and, and buy a whole lot more of it yeah right? like that pizza i like that i tried or those mini lemon cakes exactly exactly so um but then you know then if you if you like it you can buy a big package of it same way with tap for example right you can try it out in a few sessions and if you like it you sign up for the big package of it um now the thing is we know uh from experience that i am not great at cooking microwave popcorn and yet or um, anything else really. or anything else and yet i bought the costco microwave popcorn box today so now i have 44 opportunities to set the kitchen on fire burn popcorn anybody anybody all right i'm gonna do what i did and swim today we're doing a really hard swim stroke uh -huh. and he and my swim instructor was like, who wants to go first? And I just like sank into the water and started blowing bubbles. Huh. Not me. Okay. I don't want to go. Don't well, but sometimes if you're the first person to go, you're the first person to be to be done with it. I know, but I'm really Well, it just takes more practice. I've been doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I'm really, really bad at it. Well, why do you, why do you think you're bad at it? Because it's the hardest stroke of all time. My instructor said that. Yeah, what is it? Butterfly. Oh, the butterfly. The butterfly is hard. That's true. I don't think I ever did the butterfly really with any sort of grace, but I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the most graceful athlete either. Or cooker. Or... You're not very good in the kitchen. Uh, that is, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. My mom says we come home smelling like smoke still from the time you burnt the 
stove. Oh, uh, when I set the, uh... Yes. When you set the paper plates on fire. Broke the microwave and stove. Yeah. Not not my not my most shining moment. I, I agree with that. Alright, you have a riddle? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think I'm gonna give this riddle and then give the answer next week. Okay, what's the riddle? So, it's... I told you this earlier today, so you know you guys probably know the answer. Please go shout it out, though. Okay. So, I have three eyes. And when I blink, I give... I have three eyes, but can't see. And when I blink, I give commands, but I don't speak. What am I? Well, listen. Uh, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, call it. Call it a day here today, and then we will get back to it uh, next weekend with another episode. And I will answer my riddle. And you will answer your riddle. All right. But you all better think about it. It's a really tricky one. <laughs> I got it from a riddle for a really smart kids book that I found on my bookshelf. Bye.